This is Levi Bracken with the Wisdom for Business and Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining. It's a pleasure to have you back here. I've taken a few weeks off this podcast because I went on vacation, or as we say in England where I was born, I was on holiday. I went to Israel with the family. My oldest two sons are in college in Israel, and my wife's family is from Israel, so we very much like to go on holiday to Israel. And while we were there, we spent time in the north of Israel, on the border of uh, Lebanon, and uh, right next to a place called Rosh Hanikra. And then we also spent some time in Netanya, and of course in Jerusalem. We spent a magical weekend, Shabbat, in the old city of Jerusalem. So I thought that it would be good to talk a little bit about vacations and about recessions, because I think that there is a connection between vacations and recessions. And I also wanted to talk about, because I spent this magical, magical weekend or Shabbat, Sabbath, in the old city of Jerusalem, I want to kind of connect it with that as well, because I think that there is something really powerful inherent in taking some downtime, both in terms of oneself and in terms perhaps of the economy and one's business. And that's what I want to focus on. Yes, we're going into a recession or by many accounts, we are already in a recession and a recession according to many is defined by two quarters of negative GDP. So here we had a contraction of GDP for two quarters. And therefore, now we are officially in a recession. And to many people, it feels like they're in a recession because spending power is no longer what it used to be due to inflation. And it's you know more difficult, if you like, to get money. Interest rates are up. So the easy money and uh, freer money, if you like, is no longer available. And so for many people... They already feel that they're in a recession. You can tell that by consumer spending in terms of the big retail stores. They're saying that consumer spending is down. So in many ways, it feels like a recession as well. And there's a lot of uncertainty there. But recession means really when the gross domestic product contracts. That means literally people and industries are not outputting as much as they were in previous quarters or in previous years, and therefore it starts to contract. Growth domestic product starts to contract, it starts to uh, decline. And that's why uh, we have a recession. So what is gross domestic product? Well, that is everything which is produced in the economy of the USA, that would be considered the gross domestic product. Mostly that is produced by people who are working, by machines, by factories, and industry. So when less is produced, you end up with a contraction in GDP and therefore a recession. Now, this is just my very basic, if you like, layperson understanding of what happens. And obviously, there's much greater depth to it and lots of reasons why uh, there might be less of an output of GDP. But on the very, very basic level, it means that less is being outputted from the economy in general, which means all everything which is created in the United States, there's less of that creation, if you like, than previous quarters and previous years, and therefore you end up with a recession. 
why, why I kind of stress on this, although I mentioned that it's basic, is because what it really means, therefore, is that people, in a sense, are resting. Or the economy is kind of resting. It's taking a breather, if you like. And therefore, you end up with a recession. It's not go, 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 go the whole time. Rather, it's taking a step back. It's taking a breather. And therefore, you end up with a recession. So I connect that with this concept of a Sabbath, right? A Sabbath is really the day of rest. It's inbuilt into the Jewish calendar and into not only the Jewish calendar, but into many religions. You have a Sabbath or a day of rest for some religions. It's a Sunday for the Jewish religion. It's a Saturday. But you have this concept that people take a breather. They take a day of rest. They start reflecting. They're not just go, 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 build, build, trying to overcome and achieve. Rather, take a rest, take a breath and a breather, and they rest. And, and when they're resting, they're not producing as much. And that's the cause of rest. And in many cultures and religions and in ancient wisdom teachings, that is wise to do that. It is very valuable to one's life. I want to focus on that concept a little bit and talk about vacation. Because I went on vacation. You may have noticed that when I was on vacation, I didn't do any uh, TikToks or any Instagram posts or any LinkedIn posts. My output was very little. And I also, I, I didn't do any podcasts. So my output, my actual output while I was on vacation was very low. And some people might say, well, you can't do that. How can you leave your audience in the lurch like that? Your audience expects to hear from you. And you see people uh, who, are, who are out there on social media, who they do their social media posts. I'm talking about prominent people. I'm not talking about people who are doing these kind of uh, sophomoric dances or silly jokes on social media. I'm talking about people who actually create real, very, very valuable content. But you see... They might be on vacation, they're taking a hike, they're at the beach, and they feel the need to create content. For some reason, there's this idea that you can't stop. You constantly have to be producing. You constantly have to be creating. You constantly have to be making content. You constantly have to, constantly have to be feeding that beast of creativity and of putting things out there into the universe. Whereas resting means taking a vacation means stopping all of that taking a break a full break not producing anything and one of the things that i wanted to share which is a wisdom teaching which comes out of judaism which i haven't spoken about in, in quite a while but i think it's there's tremendous wisdom in that and that when you look at the bible you have the six days of creation okay and according to the bible the world was created in six days and on the seventh day god rested now, again, as in all of my podcasts, I don't like getting into the debate of was it really six days? Did that really happen that way? Wasn't there a big bang? Wasn't don't we believe in evolution? This isn't about religion and science in this podcast. Um, and everyone can have their own beliefs. And I certainly have my own way of thinking about that. But that's not what I want to talk about, because I believe that some of these ancient teachings have tremendous wisdom they're trying to teach you. It's not about whether the facts of the story themselves are true or not true. It's about what are the messages, what are the wisdom teachings that this story is trying to convey to us in our lives. And the wisdom teaching inherent in the six days of creation on the seventh day God rested is that the whole idea of creation is using one's creative energies in a sense to create something new. 
That's what output of GDP is. You're creating something new, and the, long, the more you create something new, and you're putting a new product out there, new innovation out there, you are adding to GDP. If you stop doing that, then GDP then will then contract. But the concept is like God in the Bible, if you like, on the six days of creation, he was putting his creative energy out there to create and to ensure that there was more product, innovative product going out there. But then on the seventh day, he seized his creative powers. What did he do? He rested. What does resting mean? He just was able to be. He was able to be. And the idea here is that his creations, if you like, are supposed to emulate that. Six days a week, they're supposed to work, use their creative energies to make something new in the world. And on the seventh day, they rest. Once a week, they just be. They leave their creative energies alone, and they're just able to be, be in the present, just be with themselves, who they are in their essence. And we've spoken in the last podcast, spoke a great deal about getting in touch with one's quintessential self. That is what one should do every single week, once a week. Just be, be who you are. That is the idea of the Sabbath, of resting. You're not creating. You're not trying to have an impact on the world. You're not trying to change nature, if you like. You're not trying to assert your will on the universe. You're just able to be. That is incredibly powerful. Just to step back and be. That's the Sabbath. You're not creating. One should do have portions of that in one's day every day. That's why a lot of us meditate regularly. Every day we'll spend time meditating in order to just be. When you're meditating, you're not trying to create. You're not trying to be somewhere. You're actually resisting the urge to be and, uh, something else or to create something or to do something. You're actually just being. You're in a state of rest. And the same thing is on the Sabbath. Once a week, you take that day off to just be rather than to create. And once a year, or perhaps even more often than that, one should go on vacation. And vacation is a time when you should just be. Stop creating. Just be. Spend time, first and foremost, with yourself, with your inner being. Rejuvenate. Get back in touch with your inner being for a longer, more extended period of time. And spend time with those people who are most important to you, your family. I was in Israel on vacation, and I unabashedly spent an enormous amount of time with my family. We walked places, we went out places, spent, celebrated a lovely evening celebrating the upcoming birthday of my son who's turning 19. We spent four days and three nights, four magical days, in a place called Ya'ara, as I mentioned, right next to Rosh Pina in, the nor in northern Israel, right on the border with Lebanon. And it was in this beautiful uh, village in northern Israel. And you could walk around there and you could, you know, smell the nature and really enjoy the hills of the Galilee. And we were very, very lucky to uh, rent a very nice uh, house, very large house, two swimming pools. But there was extended family there. There was I was there with my wife and, and the five kids. And at the same time, my brother-in-laws came with their kids. My sister-in-laws came with their kids. And it was just wonderful to spend time with family. Just being, not on your phone, we weren't on our phones, we weren't on our computers, we just spent time talking with each other and being with each other, and it was wonderful. 
And then we spent a wonderful weekend at the, in the old city of Jerusalem, just being, soaking in the atmosphere of the what's called the Rova HaYehudi, the Jewish quarter in the old city of Jerusalem, just steps away from the Western Wall. And it was just a wonderful just to be and to soak in that experience of the Holy Land and the Holy City of Jerusalem. Just being rather than trying to create. And I want to connect all of that with the idea of a recession. Because in many of our eyes, a recession is a terrible thing. And I don't want to minimize that. So I'm take a step back for a second because recessions can hurt a lot of people. People lose their jobs during recession. People lose their livelihood. People can even lose their house. People can lose uh, friendships, dreams, aspirations. They can all be destroyed during a recession. As GDP contracts, that contracts the livelihood of a lot of people. So I don't want to minimize that one bit. And I want to stress and say that that um, is an unfortunate fact of a recession. And that is one of the very negative side products of it. And I wish we could have some kind of ability to relax without that. But the realities are that there's the other part of the recession, which is that it means that things are contracting, things are, are, are not growing as much, and that might not be a bad thing because it's resting in a sense. It should be the regular rhythm and cycle of things is that you go, 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 create, 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 and you rest. You go, 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 create, 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 and then you rest. As a matter of fact, if you look at the Bible, they have this concept of a once every seven years, you have this idea of a Shemitah, which is a year of rest. Farmers just wouldn't farm the land. Now, during that time, farmers would lose their livelihood in some ways. But the idea here is that even within the economy, within economic cycles, one should schedule in, if you like, a time of rest. Even if you don't schedule in a time of rest, that time of rest is going to occur for you in the form of a recession. It's just part of the cycle. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's part of the cycle. And if we don't take out the time ourselves to rejuvenate, to just be ourselves, to stop creating, nature will force it upon us. And these recessions happen every so often, although they're not planned, it's because that's the way things work. They go, 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 create, 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 and then they take a step back. The best way to do is actually to schedule it. So in the Bible, if you see this recession, if you like, which happened every seven years, was scheduled every seven years. There's a once a week day of rest, which is scheduled into one's life. And one should schedule every single day a time of rest. If you schedule the time of rest into your life, then the negativity which comes with the forcing you into rest might not occur. So you have a recession. Recession is obviously negative in many ways because it hurts a lot of people. If you would schedule a type of recession in, if I don't know how that would happen in practicality, but I'm suggesting the concept from a very, very high level. If that was scheduled in, maybe it wouldn't have such a negative impact. Instead, we all want to go, go, go the whole time, constantly creating, and we never schedule in the rest. The rest is going to be forced upon us no matter what. In our own lives as well. There is, we know that if you try and push yourself too far, at a certain time you get exhausted and you have to take a rest because you'll get sick, you'll get ill. You have to be able to build in a rest. And, and, and the same thing is with the economy 
And the same thing is with our daily life, our weekly life, and then also our yearly life. You have to make and build in time for a vacation. I had a friend of mine who uh, suggested to me that I should put aside money each month from my income in order to have a vacation fund. He said vacations are something which you should never compromise on. You should always take a vacation with you and your family, and you should set aside time for that during the year, but also set aside money every single month from your income, which goes to your vacation fund. And then when you go on vacation, you have enough money to do it without feeling that it's tapping into your daily budget or from or from your current account. And that was such tremendous wisdom for me. And I've done that ever since. Put money aside for vacation. Why? Because vacation has to be something which is as important to you as the rest of your expenses. You can't live life without taking vacation. And I, I can tell you that during COVID, uh, it was difficult to take vacations because you couldn't travel anywhere, really. So we never really went on a proper vacation since 2019. So 2022 is the first time we really went on a proper vacation. It's not like we didn't take small vacations. We went on trips locally, etc. But a whole full vacation, this is the first time in three years. And I really, really felt that I needed it. If you don't take the vacation on your own, you don't schedule it into your life and into your financial life, it will be scheduled into your life for you. Just recognize that. Just like recessions, we might not like recessions because we don't want to take a break. We want to be go, go, go. They are scheduled there for us. And sometimes, unfortunately, the recessions are scheduled for us in the most inopportune times. In our own life, we want to make sure that we don't have to have rest periods scheduled for us or enforced upon us in times which are not convenient for us. If we are able to take those times in our life to just relax, take a step back, take that Sabbath in your daily day, take that Sabbath in your weekly week, take that Sabbath in your yearly year, then you will be able to do it on your own terms. It won't be forced upon you. And this is something which we should take into consideration for the broader economy as well. To realize, first of all, it's time for a breather. Okay, it's time for a breather. Things have gone really crazy hot um, over the last year or two years. Small drop for COVID, but things have been really, really on the up. Time for a breather. Not a bad thing. Unfortunately, we haven't scheduled it ourselves. It's been scheduled for us. But maybe something we should take into consideration when we think about recessions. Maybe how do we schedule that as a society? How do we schedule a recession, if you like? That's something to think about. But also, what's more practical is in our own lives, in our own businesses, even in your own business, schedule a recession in your own business. Schedule a time when you kind of pull back. When everyone can take a breather, all the people who work in your business can take a breather. Instead of pushing people, pushing, 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 allow people to take full breathers. You as a CEO, you as the person who runs the business, you as the person who works in the business, you need to take your own breather and take it properly. Don't be on your computer doing work while you're on vacation. Don't be on your social media trying to push out more content while you're on vacation. Your audience will be able to handle you being away for a while. You'll be, they'll be fine and they'll be there for you when you get back. So whoever's still listening to this, obviously, they were there for me beforehand, listening to this podcast. There for me now when I'm back from vacation, rejuvenated. And recognize, please 
Take a vacation. Cut yourself off from your social media. Cut yourself off from what you're creating. Cut yourself off from your work. Take a break. It's important. It's needed. It's a part of a cycle which then helps you grow and be creative for the next cycle as it comes about. If you don't schedule it yourself, remember, it will be scheduled for you and perhaps in an opportune time. So best schedule it for yourself and just be yourself. Get back in touch with your quintessence, your family, and those who you love and are most important in your life. This has been Lady Brackman with the Wisdom for Business on Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining. And until next time, have a wonderful week.